I know y'all heard about red flags. Well, my ick is when people are rude to waiters at restaurants mm-hmm. or they're rude to customer service. Any food, it could be food, it could be retail, just people in general, like employees in general. That kind of, that, that rubs me the wrong way. I don't really have too many icks because I'm not really picky. But like, I feel like you said, like being rude to mm-hmm. people who work, like really just being rude in general for no reason. I hate meanness. So like, if yeah. you're just a mean then that's just like an automatic no for me so like i i pick up very easily when people don't say like please or they don't say thank you like it, i yeah. pick that up very easily and i'm like like I got where's your manners you. exactly. like, where are your manners i know you were raised better than that mm-hmm. yeah one of my icks i feel like uh, y'all know plumbers crack like i just cannot see that like i know you cannot control that you didn't mean for me to see that and i didn't mean to see that either but i feel like if i just see it like i'm just gonna be like dang cringe it's, but, it's just like now i know what your booty look like and i don't even really know your name <laughs> i don't even know you like that like you're not I don't even know you like that. No more. Nah, it's like i know part of you but i don't know you Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Cross Colors Common Ground podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Galligan. And I'm your other host, Jamila, but y'all may call me Jam. And we are your hosts for this season's Common Ground podcast. Thank you for joining us. But did you see that Kanye is married again? Did I? Yeah. So recently I was, you know, the shade, you know, the shade room. We're very familiar with the shade room. We love shade room. And, you know, YouTube and TMZ, there's paparazzi YouTube channels known as X17 online. There is the Hollywood Fix. There's the Daily Stardust. There's hundreds of them. Apparently there was footage of, you know, because, you know, Kanye loves to be with different women each and every month. So in his little Maybach GLS 600 SUV, they just be hopping out. And apparently he got secretly married after he came out of hiding or wherever the heck he was i don't know mm-hmm. and um, i'm pretty sure this is like a, an employee for yeezy i'm i think i think that's what mm-hmm. i saw to be and honest with do you, you remember what her name was i think her name was bianca i don't know her last name but it was bianca something oh bianca sensori that's what it is yeah so mm-hmm. she's a i think she's a yeezy architect I don't know how that happened. I really couldn't tell you. Um, but I just know that the whole Kardashian-Jenner family probably wants nothing to do with him, even though he does have four kids. Yeah. Speaking of children. <laughs> Woo! So, your dorm situation, Jimmy? Yeah, so my dorm situation at my university, we found out that our school's endowment fund is almost $600 million. Some of these dorms that these students live in, because there's a lot of students that go to my university, and I believe that the university is legally obligated to house about 50% of the students as a minimum. 
I personally had a really bad experience with their housing situation when I was moving in as a transfer student as well, because they didn't give me a room assignment until the week before I was supposed to move in. And I had no idea where I was going to go. I thought I was going to have to get an apartment and, you know, mm-hmm. apartments out here in our area is not cheap at all, at as, all. We, as everyone knows. But our school's endowment fund is so much money. We find out president's driving this really nice car and like there's 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 obvious money, but the dorms are fully falling apart. There are some dorms, I think, that were the oldest dorms um, on my campus. I'm not sure when exactly they were built, but they look like they were built around 1750, to be quite honest with you. (laughs) Um, Found out that apparently some of the AC units have caught on fire and there's been like mold growing. I think someone like it's someone said that their stove caught on fire. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's like a big safety hazard. And I'm like, well, with all of this money that the school has and how they keep raising tuition so often, you would think that they would have money to be fixing these things, but they don't. Yeah, exactly. We're having similar problems at my university as well. A huge part of our student population, especially the, um, underclassmen they live in these complexes that are right beside this place called the village where it has like target and trader joe's and a bunch of like other shopping spaces and they're planning on tearing that down just to build more shopping spaces and we already don't have enough room for everyone as it is and it's like so are you guys gonna make up for it by lowering the tuition like no we know you're not gonna do that and we live in LA in Southern California so like that price is just gonna get even higher and it's just like they don't even care and our president is living in a nine million dollar home so now I know that. That's that's yeah. She's living lavishly, and okay. they're just like y'all gonna figure it out. So, yeah. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 honestly insane because you you realize how little schools care about their students. Like regardless if it's like a PWI or HBCU, like you, it it becomes very apparent that the students who go to that school really are not valued by the school with what, how much they pay already for books and tuition and sometimes commuters and rent as well. And then only to just to get like really horrible, like appliances or supplies. It's, it's kind of embarrassing, honestly. Yeah. I think money is a biggest, is like the biggest factor in what they care about. And I feel like that is just not what this education is supposed to be for. But, you know, we are in a system that is called capitalism. So we are. what can we do? There's not Speaking much. about campus, though, have you heard about the girls at your school drinking out of a toilet to rush for a sorority? Yeah. I have. I have. So um, for those of you that, that may not be familiar with Greek life, Greek life is a very... Greek life can be a dicey topic for for some because of the amount of uh, tomfoolery that goes on just to join a um, a sorority or a fraternity. In this specific case, there was there's an app known as Fizz slash Yik Yak that um, I'm sure your school probably has it as well. You know, students can put anonymous confessions on there. They can do um, questions. It's it's almost like an Ask FM or a, that's almost just like a Twitter as well for students simply just to talk about their school or like their life or whatever the case may be. But this comment reads, 
I dropped my sorority so I can finally speak my truth. But after rush, part of the hazing was drinking out of the toilet after the president peed in it. It was salty AF and I got tonsillitis after. Yeah. That is literally insane. I like I not imagine. Like I understand, like, yeah, we should be like, no, you shouldn't be saying or you shouldn't be telling people to do that and like hazing them in that way. Also, like though, why would you even like carry that out? Like, why would is it that serious? Is it that serious to be in a sorority that you're about to drink out of a toilet toilet bowl with that pee is ins- in it? With pee in it. That like is it means, literally it means that much to you. Someone- exactly. Like nah. that's literally insane. It's never that deep. Like there was there's there's been there have been things that I've seen um for a lot of sororities and fraternities. And you know, to be quite honest, there's even stories in the news about people who unfortunately have lost their lives in like yeah. doing really like horrible hazing and things like that and you know mm-hmm. it just it makes me wonder like is it really like a sisterhood or is it really a brotherhood yeah. like you mean to tell me like I have to put myself in like danger basically mm-hmm. just to like prove my worth like that to me that doesn't seem like a brother right. sister that that doesn't seem like it just seems like a whole lot of bs in my opinion yeah, it doesn't seem as if they're moving with love. And I feel like no. that is what a sorority and fraternity is supposed to be built upon. Um, mm-hmm. it's, well, more especially, I will say that with the black ones, because the the white fraternities and sororities, they have their own things. And we know what their ancestors and how they act usually. How they operated. We know how they operate. So I'm talking mm-hmm. about our fraternity and sororities. Um they're supposed to emulate like family so like practices in bringing in new people I feel like they should always be um, brought in with love and I feel like those positive or interactions um, build a stronger bond than than you making someone do something that is harmful to themselves to prove absolutely absolutely I mean I will say it is like there's been there have been times where um, at my at my current university, there has been um, people. There have been people who have come to try and open um, a new sorority, and it's I believe it's a I think it's a hist- or not for sorority fraternity. Um, I, I, I'm not sure which fraternity it is, but it is like a historically black fraternity, mm-hmm. and um, I I I wonder like the like how how that's going to work because our school's black population is not very big at all mm-hmm. like they're trying um, to start like, like they're trying to found one like a new one uh they're trying to like just... bring bring a new chap like bring a, a oh, just okay. a new chapter yeah so i i don't know how well that's gonna work and i don't know how many people are gonna be in that i mean it in my opinion it, it, i would love to have it um but I, I i don't know how that's gonna work and you know or i feel like just, i feel like they would make a way like they I would, hope, I would hope they make a way another chapter, um, and like collaborate with other people in different areas that's near. You know, I would. So, I would hope so. It's because it's about connections mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and networking and all of that. All of that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of those major keys, you want to go with one? Major key alert. Are we good now? Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, there's so many. There's so many to choose from, but I think. There's 
two really big ones that at least I've taken upon myself uh, last semester and I'm going to take upon myself this semester is um, self-care and mental health. I mean, the two kind of go, um, they kind of work with each other in a way. But mm -hmm. um, I remember thinking to myself early on, like in this past semester, that I, I, I wanted to begin therapy and I had therapy has a big stigma around it, especially in um, the Black community, unfortunately. Um, mm -hmm. I feel as if a lot of people, or at least what it seems like being a psychology student, a lot of people seem like they find um, comfort and solace in denial. And I'm not even going to lie, I found that I found refuge in denial as well, just because it was so much easier not dealing with the actual reality of like what was in front mm -hmm. of me. Um, yeah. But, you know, once I went through therapy for a bit and I still am currently going through it, I actually learned a lot about myself and things started to make sense. And over mm -hmm. time, it did become more it, it became a little painful to come to like the realizations of why certain things are happening the way they're happening. But I think mm -hmm. it was needed. It was definitely yeah. needed to have that clarity that I never had before. Um, but that self-care I think well that, first of all that's the mental health aspect but the self-care also goes into the mental health and I'm kind mm -hmm. of getting more into that self-care thing now as well I try to put at least a day aside for myself every week just to you know wash my hair do like a hair mask put on a face mask go get my eyebrows done like do skincare mm -hmm. sit at home do nothing like just eat good food and you know watch a show I might not respond to everyone's text messages. I might not respond to everyone's snap notifications just because mm -hmm. it sometimes it can be a little overwhelming with the amount of things that you have on your phone. You find yourself doom scrolling on TikTok for like two, three hours and you realize how much time you just wasted like sitting there. Yeah. And then at that point, it gets it becomes unfulfilling. Uh -huh. Um, and it's just, it's so easy for us to forget to make time for ourselves. And I feel like something that can help with that is self-discipline. And I feel like when we hear discipline, we hear like, oh, you have to do, oh no, you can't do this. You can't do that. But it's uh -huh. like self, like self-discipline is a form of self-care and it's it being loyal to yourself and your goals and your mental health and your priorities that you have set so just making it um like setting aside time maybe you're waking up earlier so that you have time to um meditate or journal or even just have time just to sit and just like really be present in the moment that you're in mm -hmm. right now before you get into um your day that is full of a bunch of different tasks so yeah I think discipline is something that we can also account as for our self-care and yeah are there things that you do for self-care Jen yeah so I wake up I don't know if this is early for everyone else but I wake up at 6 30 and then I after I'm up I listen to my motivational audio from Abraham Hicks. Um, she's a she's a speaker who just basically talks about like manifestation and just becoming your best self and you know being in the right vibration. Then I will work out, shower, 
cook breakfast, and then I'll get into my work. And when I do that, I usually open the window so that I can hear like birds chirping and stuff. And that's when okay. it's not raining because it started raining last week, you know, over here. But mm-hmm. yeah, I like just waking up in the morning and when no one's awake and it's quiet. Quiet. That is that is when I'm in my zen. So you have yeah. your time to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So exactly. what time would you say when you wake up around 6.30, when do you start doing work? Like what is your, what's, what time do you think you start doing work? Like 10? Um, yeah, like 9.45, 10. Yeah, okay. that's when I start doing work for real. Okay. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's actually like pretty good. Also, like, I don't think everybody needs to do that though, because I'm a morning person. So that's why it feels good for me. But like for other people, that f- that sounds like hell. So like mm-hmm. if you were <laughs> exactly like if you are like better at night, then you know, set aside that time at night. Don't just night. do what people say, like, oh, you need to wake up earlier because these entrepreneurs are doing that and they have more money than you and blah, blah, blah. Like, if that's not for you, then you don't mm-hmm. need to be doing that. So Right, right. Yeah. And I'm definitely a morning person. I thrive in the morning. My body naturally wakes me up at, like, 6.45. Mm-hmm. I could be running off of three hours of sleep, but my body will just wake me up at 6.45. I don't know why. But, um, I mean, I, I personally really like it. Like, it, I feel like the days are longer And, you know, I have more time to be, like, productive or even, honestly, just, like, go mess around. Even if it's – even what I'm Mm – I just want to have a good time, you know? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes my self-care days will revolve around me also waking up relatively early, making something to eat, going to the gym, coming back, showering, doing, like, that whole skincare, you know – shave Mm -hmm. blah 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 make yourself look pretty and then Mm -hmm. I'll usually have like a cup of tea and then maybe read um Mm -hmm. I've been reading a book called getting the love you want I cannot put my name or can't put my finger on the the name of the author but that book was really really interesting and Mm -hmm. I think it it was a good read it's a little dense I'm not gonna lie it's a little dense what would you say your biggest takeaway is That's honestly a pretty good question because there were multiple takeaways from that book. But I think the biggest one that I got, which I'm not going to lie, I feel like I knew this takeaway beforehand, but the book kind of just solidified it for me was don't be ashamed of, you know, how you love. I -hmm. personally have a very big heart. I Mm -hmm. will give like everything. I will go out of my way. I will inconvenience myself. And I honestly think that it might be I think maybe one of my love languages at that point might be like acts of service just because I genuinely enjoy doing things for other people. You know, I've, I've realized like in the past, I've gone out of my way for people who have eventually like screwed me over. I think I was naive and like, oh, I didn't see it coming kind of thing. But like, I can't let people take advantage and then kind of just, I, I feel like I, it's not fair to me if I just stop doing that. Cause then I'm, I'm not being true to myself, you know, Yeah. for as long as I'm alive, I'm always going to be giving like a thousand percent to anybody that I love or anybody that I care about. It really doesn't matter. Um, so I just have to, you know, be patient and hopefully the person who will reciprocate that or who will genuinely enjoy it will come along. But you know, that's, that's all, it's all a waiting game. Mm-hmm. Life is crazy. Life is in fact crazy, but also we're in college. We have, we have time. 
we're young. We have now. That's what we know. We know we have now. Now is certain. That concludes the first episode of this season's Cross Colors Common Ground podcast. We thank you all so much for tuning in and listening. If you made it this far, thank you so much. We really hope you enjoyed. Please be good people. Don't be like Kanye and bring a new significant other around every month. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all be safe now. See you guys next week. We see you next week. Thank you so much. Thank you.